How have you been? Good. We watched uh, some JoJo's. We did. Welcome part three. Five episodes. Five episodes in part three, technically season two. We're. I think we're just going to start um, breaking them down by parts from here on out because the season part thing is going to get very confusing. It's already confusing to me. <sighs> so I can't do math well. Part three. Yes. Episodes one through five. Stardust Crusaders. Stardust Crusaders. Jotaro! Jotaro! We should probably introduce ourselves because I realize we haven't been doing that. I'm Deanna. I'm Dave. Or David. It depends on your preference. <laughs> yeah, my preference. Yeah, your It preference. varies episode to episode. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's still going to throw me off whenever you introduce yourself as David. Okay. I'll use it sparingly to make sure okay. to really get the maximum effect. I mean, of... once I get in that podcast headspace. Okay. It's very easy to throw me off. <laughs> Same. I have a very bad center of gravity. Oh my god! And you know who doesn't? Else we'll find gravity. out. <laughs> There's one person in these episodes who does not have a bad center of gravity. In fact, he's got a pretty fantastic one. I'd argue multiple people do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So, do we have expectations for part three? I'm expecting a lot out of I- part three. I mean, do you have expectations? That's a, probably a better question for you to ask me. Yes. Yeah. I do have a lot of expectations for part three because I know so much wild shit happens. Okay. Uh, so and what I are know, your expectations? Um, well, I was really looking forward to stands. Yes. And spoilers, we get those. Yes. Pretty much right away. Death to Hamon. Long live stands. Long live stands. No, no. Actually, no, there was Hamon. There was in... Hamon in episode one. No, not episode one. It was like episode three. Remember um, with the weird tentacle moment? He did the overdrive. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I was expecting more to... I was, I was honestly expecting more of Suzy Q from these episodes. She will show up. Okay. Um, but yes, she is still around. Okay. I'm, I'm definitely expecting just balls to the wall. Like, we're going to plow through every single thing you think about JoJo's in this part is what I'm expecting. What I think about JoJo's right now is big beefy men. Got that in spades. S- yup. <laughs> Stands. I already had plenty of those. Yep. We're I did not expect Dio. <laughs> and boy am I kinda still sick of him. <laughs> <laughs> this part's gonna be very magical for us, I think. Yes, it is. I think... Dio's back, baby. Dio's back. And it what it seems like right now is he's not one-dimensional yet. I mean, he's not really been around yet, so he's just kind of still right, doing right. his... I like that he's like a menacing presence right now. Yeah, he's still just shirtless, also super buff, like everybody well God. we can get into that yeah of why he's super buff yes um so i guess we should start yes. because this is getting into podcast episode yes. territory or episode territory um episode one the man possessed by an evil spirit yes yeah it's jotaro yes he's been Cut. possessed the episode begins right off with uh these pirates treasure hunt- i don't know what the hell they are they're fishing up mm-hmm. dio's casket yeah from the bottom of the ocean. I really love that whenever they say Dio's name in the subtitles, it's all caps. Yes. 
Dio. Yes. Not not Dio. Dio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fantastic. He even had. I didn't. I didn't recognize that in the first season or first part. But he has Dio written in gold on the on casket. On the casket. I just also really like these dipshits. Oh pulling this out of the thing he's like this treasure chest is kind of long and heavy yeah that's not a almost treasure like a chest. casket like guys a couple a couple seconds of forethought please it, <laughs> like come on and then they do the same thing as in part one yeah like wait this is locked from the inside yes cut to they're all they've all they're disappeared all dead the casket is open. Yeah. They don't find anything on the boat. Yeah. Nobody thinks anything of it. Yeah. Cut to four months later. Yes. And Jotaro's in fucking jail. Jotaro, Jotaro starts off in jail. Fucks. <laughs> I will say this no. right now. Wait, no. Based on later. No, 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 no. I will clarify this. Jotaro fucks, but in style only. Yes. <laughs> Jotaro is way too busy to fuck. He's way too busy looking pristine. Yes. Mint condition boy. But yeah, basically, before we even meet Jotaro, Jotaro's mother is in the prison yeah. where two cops are talking to her and she just immediately jumps to He murdered somebody. Uh, who did how my many son- people murdered? Yeah, how many murder? did my people did my son murder? And she's like, wow. What a great mother. Like we didn't we didn't even tell her. And it, it should, turns out she actually is a really great mother. Y- yes. She's she's very kind. Yes. It puts up probably with... way way too kind yes, for absolutely. The brand of bullshit that Jotaro I, I, is I really love bringing. this whole like opening sequence of just yeah. how stupid it is and just really shows off Jotaro's kind like his punkishness. Pers- yeah. I love him. Another part, another completely different Jojo. Yeah. Cuz so the police say that jo- Jotaro doesn't want to leave because right. he says he's been possessed by an evil spirit, at which point Jotaro's mother starts like running through what has to be the world's longest like prison. The world's longest empty jail with a waiting list. Yes. She's running for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like these flashbacks. Past all these empty cells. Just these like, flashbacks of Jotaro like as a kid. Just mm-hmm. all these things just shouting like, Jotaro! Yeah, and you you get the sense that he's going to be like a really sweet and kind person. Yeah, they they show all these like, oh, that's okay, mother. I just want to eat your cookie. Like all these really nice, like proper things. Yeah. Cut to Jotaro shouting from the prison cell, shut up. You're so loud, you bitch. Don't call your mother a bitch, first of all. He's going to continue calling her. I know. It's going to bother me, but I'm not going to. Well, we... We'll get to we'll that get, later, but yes, yeah. we'll we'll get to it. Also, just cut back to his mother just going, "Okay, yeah, like <laughs> hard cut to titles, like yeah, to to the to like the, Stardust Crusaders yes, title screen. We don't get an intro this episode. No, that's a common thing with JoJo's. Is the okay. first episode, the first episode of episode every new exposition. part is just okay. well, it, there's no t- like there's no song. You, they mm. get, you gotta wait for it. Yeah. You really, really got to get you in for that episode two hook. Um, so, he's the man, possessed. Yes. He has Still an evil boy. spirit. He's 17. This evil spirit is getting him Coke. Yeah. Or Sprite or whatever the hell I want. It's, it's, he's getting him soda. Yep. The evil spirit's getting him, like, a radio. Yep. Um, he doesn't want to get out because the evil spirit, like, he can't control it. He doesn't know yes. what's going on with it. Yeah. And he doesn't want to hurt people. And the, <laughs> the 
inmates in his cell are like, please get us out of here. Yeah, they're like opposite corner. Just like, this guy's terrifying. Yeah, this guy is a menace. He's terrifying. We hate him. Just any other cell, please. You have 600 of them. You have 600 empty ones. In this never-ending corridor. Yeah. Um, And so they leave. And they're like, okay, I guess we'll leave you here. And then Holly goes to um, the airport to pick up Joseph. Yes. Part two, JoJo. Aged like a fucking fine wine, this the man. The finest wine. They put this man <sighs> in, like, cryogenic sleep. and ju- like, I mean, like, not really. He, like, well, he aged, aged, but he still looks buff. His face He's still aged. handsome. Everything below the face, perfect. I <sighs> guarantee you. Like, this dude is still a meat mountain. Yes. Everybody. Runs in the family. Everybody in this part is just like. A m- mountain of muscles. Yes. I'm having such a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, and so are every female character that encounters Jotaro. Oh my god. As we will get to later. Yeah. Of just. Of just, they, they fawn over him in like this incredible degree like there are just schoolgirls everywhere and they yeah. are immediately just like wow and like they know he's a high schooler too like he's a senior yes i believe he's 17 at this point he is yes i just have written in my notes here that evil spirit made joe Turo call his mama bitch she it did no no he's just like that he's yeah. just a delinquent yep i love him um but yeah, I, it's his... It, oh, he's shotgunning beer in in jail. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Which is great. I like to believe it's Sprite. No, it's beer. <laughs> because the cops are like, where did you get that? You can't have alcohol in jail. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that part then. Um, and so all dads are an airport embarrassment. Yes. All dads. Especially this Especially one. Especially. Especially this one, because it's weird. They have a weird relationship. And they haven't seen each other in 20 years. Yes. Because Joseph's afraid of planes? Doesn't, I, like, I he buy flies that. to China all the time. I buy, I mean, he's crashed two planes. He, he one crashed of them. two planes? Two? Well, didn't he say in episode... With, yeah, in one the of bar, these episodes, like, he... He didn't crash one of them. Well, didn't he reference, like, I'm going to be the only person to crash a plane three times or something like that? Yes, he did. Yeah. That was the exact line. I don't remember where the but, other one is, but. I feel like as long as he's not piloting the plane, he's okay. But as soon as he, like, looks at the control panel, in any sort of vicinity near the cockpit, that plane's going down. Well, I mean, as we'll see. <laughs> As soon as any of them steps on a plane. We are jumping way ahead of ourselves. Yes. So. Back to. Back to the weird airport scene. Yes. Did I block this from my memory? Yes. Good. With good. (laughs) Joseph is being weird. Mm Kind of racist towards Japanese people again. Very racist towards Japanese people again. That's just a part of his character in this part, I assume. Yes. Uh. It's a minor thing. Like, I don't think it's going to... I don't yeah, remember it coming I don't, up that much. I don't think they're going to play it up that much, but, yeah, It's just like, okay... I like, think it was more just a plot convenience for why he hasn't seen yeah, his I grandson. Yeah, I think so, too. 
Um, but yeah, basically he, like for whatever reason, Holly, which Holly is his daughter, daughter Jotaro's mother. Yes. We should clarify that's her Yes, name. yes, yes. Yeah, um, we did. We did. No, I don't. Yeah, when she was, Holly is his mom going to the police station. We, well, we I don't think we ever that. said her name. Yeah, we did. Oh. Yeah. Apparently, I have no memory. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she starts I mean, tickling him. Yes, in, that's the weird thing. Yes. In the middle of the airport, in he starts, like... middle of the airport. ...dying from laughter until he realizes that, understandably, every person in the airport is looking at him now. Yeah. To which he gets upset with them? For looking. Joseph? Are you Okay. This is a this is an airport. Yeah. <laughs> Sir? People are so fucking bored at airports. They're going to look at anything that moves. <laughs> yeah, including the weird fucking meat mountain being tickled by like a person by his daughter who well, they, they don't, don't know. know. Like, yeah. By someone who is half his size. Yes. It it looks like he's a sugar daddy. Yes. He it would really be. he would be. He would be. He would be. He's got a real estate agency. He does. And doesn't he co-own the Speedwagon Foundation or something? Uh, I think he inherited it. I believe he's... I don't know if he's, like, in charge of it or what's going on with that, but he's got deep connections. I mean, I don't see how Speedwagon would have left this earth without leaving the Speedwagon institution, foundation, whatever, the Speedwagon clan, to Joseph. I like that. The Speedwagon clan. I mean, Joseph does become... He does take on Speedwagon's role in these episodes. It's true. He is kind of the... He is kind of like the moral support kind of funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they bring him to the jail. Yes. Well, and... they bring Joseph and this, at this point, unnamed yeah. Middle Eastern, like Egyptian guy. Unnamed Egyptian man. Who Joseph just kind of snaps his fingers and this guy kind of follows him I, around. I legitimately thought that Joseph was like a slave owner. Is that bad? When you snap at a person and tell them to do something, and there's clearly a racial difference. Yeah, I could see that. But no. No, he's just I, a cool dude. I literally just thought that was like, that's what they do, I guess. The Joe yeah. Stars, that fucking rich family. Now, as we find out... <laughs> no, they're friends. Yep. <laughs> Business they're good partners. friends. His name's Avdol. Maybe I'm a little racist. Maybe. In my assumptions of media. May, uh, of white men. Is that bad? I don't think it can be racist against white men. I can be mean, but I can't be racist. <laughs> anyway, so Avdol <laughs> has a stand. <laughs> Avdol has he, a stand. He knows about these evil spirits, mm -hmm. which are called stands, and he has one. We missed a part. Did we? Joseph Joestar, at 69 years old, said, nice. fuck cops. Multiple times. Multiple times. He just kind of threw those cops into the wall. God, yes. They were like, hey, what are you doing here? And he just throws them into the wall. Yeah. Then again, maybe I shouldn't have expected that from Joseph, because he did stick up for Smokey. Yeah, he he's already beaten the shit out of two cops. Yeah. I'm sorry, Joseph. You didn't deserve <laughs> that. I'm sorry to only Joseph Joestar. Okay. <laughs> this fictional man who does not have real feelings. I just want to set the record straight on this podcast here. Okay, that you know anime isn't real. Yeah. Okay, good. Of course not. Cool, cool. I, I, I'm just saying, you want to set the record straight for our users, it, or no, listeners. Joseph isn't real. Yes. Unless? Oh, boy. 
This is a whole. Is there a Meat Mountain grandpa walking around it? 99 years old, at least? You could probably find something on Reddit. I don't know. Maybe. No. (laughs) I don't go on Reddit. I don't know. Is that a thing on Reddit? I doubt it. Really? Probably Instagram would be the place, I think. Oh, okay. A lot of wild comment. A lot of wild comments I've seen. I'll take your word for it. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, Um, Joseph is, like, talks to Avdol, and he's like, hey, Avdol, get get Jotaro out of the cell. cell. And he's like, all right, you mind if I rough him up a bit? And he's like, yeah, go for it. I don't care. Yeah. So he starts using his stand, which, do you remember the Magician Red. Magician Red. Cool. A cool, like, buff bird. It's, like, basically Anubis. Yes. Yeah. And it's, on fire. Yes. <laughs> it, it, Magician's Red ability is to control fire at will. Yeah. And we should clarify some of the rules about stands of only people with stands can see stands. Yes. So the two cops that are there are just, like... They see Jotaro get thrown against a wall and, and like it, pinned against the wall. And, and it looks just like, like nothing is pinning him there. But he is still up against the wall. Right. And, and they the can heat feel, starts rising. Yeah, they can feel the temperature difference, but they can't see anything happening. Yeah. Um, oh, right. We forgot to mention the cool fucking part about when Jotaro is like, here, let me prove to you that I have an evil spirit. Yeah, he... He, he uses his stand to yeah. grab the cop's gun through the bars. Yeah. Puts it to his head, like six inches from his head, maybe. Yeah, and fires. shoots himself. Yes. Fires. He has to be deaf in one ear. Yeah, first of all. Uh, no, that's another ability of the stand, sound blockage. Yeah, just put the other hand over the ear. <laughs> that's how that works. I mean, it's it would have been fast enough to do it. Yeah, because it, it catches the bullet. It catches the bullet. Like midway through. And it looks like fully formed. It's apparently a very powerful stand. Well, at that point, we had... At that point, we hadn't seen it. But anyway, we go back to the fight. Uh, so, like, we yeah. know that Jotaro's stand is very fast. And we get back to the fight. Jotaro starts, like, his stand fully emerges. Mm-hmm. And it's, surprise, a big fucking buff purple dude. Jotaro. Yes. Minus the purple part. Unhinged. Yes. He's got purple hair. True. Um, and I think that jacket is, like, purple toned. Yeah. But He's got it covered. His stand is, in addition to being very fast, very strong. As and precise. Yes, it grabs, uh, it grabs magician's red by the neck, mm-hmm. which has a physical impact on Avdol, where you can see the hand imprint. I would like to clarify something. Yes. Is it bad sportsmanship to have your stand attack the stand user instead of the stand? I don't believe that stands see there's some weird rules with stands okay of like because we'll we'll discuss it like way later i just want to set it straight now there's never like there's a lot of rules that they kind of like say of like stands can only interact with other stands Mm -hmm. so you have to like attack the stand and that that defeats the user yeah but that's not true, per okay. se. As far as I can, like, I feel like there are exceptions to that. Like, I feel like if Joseph really wanted to, he could have, while Jotaro was distracted, 
he with Magician's Red, he could have just like, I don't know, tackled him or something and gotten him out of the cell. <laughs> well, they didn't have the key. Did they yeah, have they the weren't out of the, the cell? cell yet. But like, well, we'll, we'll discuss this later. There, yes. There's like a better point to have this discussion. Just, just don't think too hard about it. Okay. Because the creators did not put that much thought into consistency. Yeah. Of just keep in mind the rule of damage to the stand relates the user. Yes. Like um one to one. Uh well, as we'll see, not one stands to one, are not always like, humanoid, so relative to the user. It will cause damage to the user yeah. in yeah, some yeah, yeah. way. Um Uh, yeah, so they continue fighting. Um, Avdol is like, hey, your grandson's stand is really strong. I'm going to have to put him in the hospital if you still want me to get him out of this jail cell. Yeah. Joseph's still just cool, like, yeah, go for it. I don't yeah, care. maybe Avdol should ask JoJo's mom. <laughs> no, she's there just standing like, Joseph, what are you doing? He's like, Holly, I got this. And we should clarify, she can see what's going on. Yes, she can see the stands, a foreshadowing of what is to come yeah. in the next couple episodes. That's not like a spoiler, though. No, but yeah, she, well, because she does say at that point, she can see mm-hmm. the stands because she is Joseph's grandson. Yeah. Or daughter. Good for her. Yeah. Weird family history. <laughs> Weird family history. No, um, but yeah, eventually yeah. the fight ends with Jotaro, like, he gets pissed off mm-hmm. and he's like, all right. I'm going to beat the shit out of you now, Avdol. And he, like, rips the bars open to come out. And right as he's about to, like, stab him with one of the pieces of the bar, Avdol just turns around and he's like, got him out. I'm done. Yeah. I, I respect this man. Yeah. He's great. Jotaro took one step out. And he's like, all right. My job's done. I'm good. <laughs> he's a really good work-life balance. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they go to a cafe. And they're discussing, oh, I love the stand revelation card. Yes, those are really cool. Graphic design is my passion. So yeah, like the the little like in-between things that are common in anime, mm-hmm. it has like stand cards. So it has like the user, the stand, and then it has like a breakdown of what is it? Six mm-hmm. different uh, statistic or like rankings for the... Uh, stand. stand, which I forget the six, but it's basically like speed, range, power, like, uh, it's like D and D stats, basically. Ba- there's like some weird ones in there, like, uh, usability or like something like that of, uh, like the number of applications it can be used, like versatility, something okay. like that. I assume you're looking it up right now. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, uh, it's a good way of getting a... I mean, if they were translated into English, it would be a good way of understanding. Because another general rule of stands is the more powerful they are, like physically powerful, the shorter range they have. So that'll come into play later where Jotaro's stand, where it's incredibly precise, fast, and strong, has only a range of a few meters. So it cannot travel more than a few meters away from Jotaro. Whereas other stands that we will see definitely can. Yeah, it's potential power, speed, range, durability, and precision. Ah, potential On is a the range weird from one I was... 
E to A. Yes. Yeah, potential was the weird one that I was thinking of. Okay. But yeah, versatility. Yeah. It, it Just a nice little breakdown of yeah. how each stand operates. But yeah, so as you were saying, they're in this little cafe now, and Joseph reveals that he also has a stand. It's such a dumb one. It's such a stupid stand. I love it. It's called Hermit Purple. Yeah. It manifests Hermit Purple. Yes. <laughs> it manifests as little thorns, or like, yeah, like thorny branches. Yeah, on his and hand. it works by, he uses hand to... Karate chop a, as he specifies, a 30,000 yen camera. That is a, I think a... And destroys it in the process. That's about $300, I believe. Um, I believe you take off two zeros, roughly. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I think he's rich. Yeah. So he has to destroy a $300 cam, like, Polaroid camera. Every time he Every time he uses it. But when he karate chops it... It prints a picture of, like, his soul's image or, like, his destiny or... Something like that. It, it prints, like, a picture of plot convenience. And it's Dio! Yes, and the pictures that have been presenting themselves for the past few months are Dio. And as he points out, Dio has a purple star on the back of his neck, which, as Joseph reveals to both Holly or which I, I was confused that they never actually bothered to check the back of their neck the entire like their entire lifespan. Yeah, if it's like right other's. there, yeah. It's pretty obvious. But basically this star is a birthmark of the Joestar lineage. Yeah. And it well what it means is Dio took over the body of Jonathan Joestar from part one. He did it. He did it. He got what he wanted. And as Dio reveals like a little later he would have died without the energy from Joseph's body, but he was still stuck in the bottom of the ocean right. in the casket. So he just had to wait, but now he's alive again. Which I, I love at the end of this whole story, uh, like this dramatic story of Joseph just going, it's like, it's our family destiny. We have to defeat Dio, like this evil incarnate Dio. And Jodoro just goes, hmm. Like, just a very, like, passive... It's like, He's a high schooler. You think this has anything to do with me? Yes. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I love that. He's, like, act- he's written like a high schooler, which I think yes. is great. Yes. Um, Episode two, who will be the judge? Did we get anything else? Who else from episode one? No. Uh, I'm taking a look. No, just that part of seeing Dio yeah. and just setting up the whole plot. Um. The season is way more anime than the other because this beefcake is actually Absolutely. going to high school. Yes. First of all, yes. he's probably late. He just does not have toast in his mouth. Yes. Well, he's the cool kid going. He's not the nerdy kid who's like late and like, but they're he, still trying to get there on time. He so shows he's up like, when he wants. Exactly. I feel like school runs on his schedule. He decides when he's going to school. Yeah. And that's when it, and when he gets there and is ready is when school starts. Yes. <laughs> well, well, doesn't he even say, like, he beat the shit out of a teacher at one point yes. who, like, talked back to him or something? Yeah, and then like, the teacher didn't come back to school? Like, yeah. I wonder why. They got harassed and assaulted by a student. They probably were like, this is not enough money. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Jotaro's going to school. 
this gang of like six girls yeah. shows up and is just following and just like, oh, hi, Jotaro. Oh, hi. How are you today, Jotaro? Like, can I hold your books, Jotaro? Like, and just, then someone like comes up and uh, scoops his arm. Yeah. W- to which another girl like. Yeah, it's like, don't pulls be so clingy. Her away and he's like, yeah, you're being so clingy. Like, stop it. Jotaro yeah. doesn't like you. Jotaro doesn't like anybody. And they just start, they just start like going back and forth. Jotaro, just like flat Jotaro, chest. Like, yeah. No boobs. Like ugly. No boobs. Ugly. Yeah. And then Jotaro's like, you're all fucking annoying. Shut up. <laughs> Jotaro is a voluntary celibate. Which they all freak the fuck out. Yeah. Because like, he talked he to them. Talked to them. <laughs> this These is girls funny. are so thirsty. <laughs> Anyone, when I was 17, around me that was my age looked like that, I would be too. If anybody on this planet looked like that. Well, yeah. Like, and proven would age as well as his grandfather. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) But yeah, Um, so as these, like, (laughs) as all of these girls are following him around, there's this weird dude painting painting Jotaro. Yeah. Uh, and he takes just kind of looking at him. Yeah, and then it, he takes a brush with red ink and yes. strikes at the knee. Yes. And Jotaro's knee gets cut. Yes. And he falls down the stairs. He falls down the stairs. All the girls freak out. Yeah, and they try to help him up, but he's like, I'm... He, like, is up by himself by the time they're down. Well, he uses his stand to, like, grab a branch and, like, fling himself to safety so that he doesn't, like, fall down the entirety of the stair, like, into more trees or bushes or whatever. I think, um... He would have, like, hit his head on a stone or something. Most likely. Like, yeah, it's they, stone no, they at the bottom. It. Okay. Um, because without the stand's precision, he 100% would have split his head on that stone. Yes. It's like, I think he misses it by 15 centimeters, they say. S- some something ridiculously wild, yeah. small. Um, so he... Um, I thought the easel was the stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this guy sees that Jotaro lived, and he's just like, eh, okay, throws the painting like into yeah, a tree, like, like shatters it. Yeah, and yeah, he just <laughs> he comes up to him like at the bottom of the stairs, and he's just like, oh, that looks like a bad cut. Like just very like ominous. Just yeah, hands him a handkerchief, just like. You should use that. Walks away and Jotaro's like, hey, I don't know you. Oh, I'm a transfer student. Just came in today. Yeah. Just like very ominous and just weird. But yeah, so Jotaro goes to the nurse's office. Yeah, but first we get the intro. Oh, yes. It's not intro. fantastic, but it does whip. It's It whips. It whips. And where it may lack in sound... God damn them visuals. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's cool. good looking. Yeah. It looks incredible. It, it's probably my favorite looking. Yeah. I I, I can say that so far. far. Like it, it's it has really a lot fantastic. of callbacks to the older yes. intros. Well, yeah. It literally shows like young Jonathan and yeah. young Joseph. It right in the beginning. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. But yeah. Um. <laughs> So yeah, he's in the nurse's office. Yes, getting and checked. And this there. is an accurate depiction of the nurse's office. Two kids on the beds, like either wanting to skip class or actually have colds. They no. will get a Band-Aid. They do not have colds. 
there is a zero percent chance. So it is a very accurate high school nurse's office. Just these two delinquents just sitting there, just lounging. Oh yeah, we feel terrible. Like, yeah. and she's there patching up his wounds. Uh, he she turns to go like take the temperature of both of these kids. At which point, Jotaro takes out this handkerchief that this kid, like this weird kid who cut his leg, gave him. Yeah, and on it is a very forward message, just very direct of Jotaro, I'm going to kill you with my stand today. <laughs> That's a very targeted form. Wow. Of <laughs> And, um, As we will see, there are some very confident stand users. Yeah, they got balls. They are very confident in their abilities, and then they lose in five minutes. They lose in the most spectacular fashion every time. It's great. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> as we see, like, so the nurse starts acting really weird, mm-hmm. and she's holding a pen, yeah, like screaming at these two students because like, they they they're like, "Oh, you grabbed a pen," and she's like, "Does this look like a pen to you?" This is a thermometer, yeah, like waving it around, and she's like, "If you can't tell, this is a thermometer. Take a closer look." And she stabs one of the people in the eye, yeah, and just real very quick tonal shift, yeah. Um. Uh, it turns out this stand user has um, possessed her with his stand. Yes, which he appears in the window behind Jotaro at this point. Yeah. He reveals that his name is Kakuin, mm-hmm. and his stand is Hierophant Green. I feel dumb putting this note in episode three, but I should have seen that like this was going to be a tarot-inspired season. Yes. Yeah. With a name like Hierophant Green, <laughs> it's got to be Tarot. <laughs> yes, all of the stands in this. Don't come for me, unnamed jam company. I b- are all of them? I believe all of them are Tarot related. I mean, I don't know enough about Tarot, so you'll definitely have so to tell So far, me. they've all been yes. Major Arcana. Yes. Um, now, is it limited to just the Major Arcana, or are we going to get, like, an Eight of Swords reversed stand at some point? No, no, nothing Aww. so, like, major. No, that's a minor. Well, I mean, like... Oh, so long, specific. So, like, specific, yeah. Such okay. a long name. Okay. No, it's... Nothing like that. Damn. Um, Is there only, like, 26 stand users? See, that's why I'm, like, there's more than that. Yeah. Maybe that's just what this, like specific sector of you'll have to tell me when like as we go forward if some don't cool because i i also don't remember the name of like every stand i remember the names of like so you've you like this show and you don't remember the name of every single stand wow somewhere we live in getting called out on my own (laughs) podcast um so the way that jojo figures out how to get this stand out of the nurse's body is to kiss her and fish the stand out. Yeah, he saw something go in her yeah. earlier up yeah, through up, the, up her leg. Yep. Jo- this Jojo does not respect women. No. No, he does not. No. He doesn't respect anybody. Definitely not. <laughs> but you can be a you can be a little shit disrespectful to everybody. Yeah. Or you could just not respect women 
And he's both. <laughs> yes. Does it, so it makes it better that he respects nobody, including women. I mean, I guess, but like, he would not violate a man's personal space in this way. Uh. Are you? Wait, no. No, that's not Jojo. Never mind. Does Jojo's get gay? You cannot tell me those two dudes from season five or whatever are not gay. They literally had a Dolce & Gabbana thing. I, I can definitely show you some out-of-context clips. Oh, my God. From this season, from other seasons. The one with the, like, Avatar helmet. Uh, oh, you're talking about season Giorno. five. Nope, that's not Giorno. What? We'll get there. Yes. I'll learn. In, like, a year. Whatever. <laughs> um... So he um he siphons the the stand out of her body. Yeah, so he kisses Ew. her and like uses his stand to bite Again. the stand, like to bite Kakuin's stand. Not the best episodes to watch while I'm doing front desk work. Yeah, really all of these are terrible for yes. like a professional environment. Am I going to do it anyway? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get it done somehow. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So they they start fighting. Kakuin's being an overconfident little shit of just like, you can't defeat my stand. Basically, his stand is very like long and thin, mm -hmm. like a snake, it's, but it's like, like way worm. longer. A yeah, it's like a tapeworm, like a very very long tapeworm. Yeah. And he even says like it doesn't like fighting in open spaces. Right. So it prefers to like either inhabit things mm -hmm. or as we'll see later like it can split its like you know it can hide its body like in multiple places yes it yes. can like split its body apart not like into different pieces but it can move itself around like over a very long distance mm -hmm. so it might not be very strong yeah it's not like jodoro stand which just prefers to beat the shit out of things yeah, punch the shit out range. of everything it's more a stealth stand yes from a distance yes which i appreciate yes it also um, has the ability Emerald Splash, yeah. which we see quite a few times, uh, which just kind of shoots like chunks of emerald. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how has this dude not just like made an emerald shower and profited? Maybe he has. Well, Maybe that's how he can do bad paintings for and, Normal like, people can't them. see stand stuff. Oh. Yeah. So he's just a starving artist. Yeah. Doing bad paintings yeah. and throwing them into trees. Yeah. Canvases are expensive. Exactly. Ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> we get an um ora 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 ora. Yeah, we get the first <laughs> of many. That's so good. So yeah, basically the fight goes on. It naturally, Jotaro wins. Just yeah, breaks through like fucking beats the shit. Just grabs him by the neck. Just one handed. Ora ora ora. Like knocks like, on knocks on him like an angry landlord trying to collect rent. Literally, just like that. Yeah. Beats the shit out of him. Kakuin like sprays blood everywhere out of his body. Yep. The nurse is lying in a pool of her own blood because, oh, yeah, she, because... um is unconscious due to the wounds that yeah. ripping the stand from her caused her. Yes. So Jotaro takes Kakuin's body. Yeah, and he, just goes away. Yeah, he check. Well, he checks on the nurse, and he's just yeah. like, like, oh, people are coming. They'll find her. She'll yeah. make it. Oh yeah, he set off like, 
Like the impact of his like punch like blew out all the windows yeah. on like the same side of the school and like people thought it was a gas explosion. Yeah, and that's why they're like, Oh, it came from the nurse's office yeah. and that's why they're coming down. So he's just like So he splits. She'll live. He leaves with Kakuine. Yeah. Brings him After giving a bad name to punks everywhere. Yes. Brings him back to his house because he wants answers about Dio because Kakuine revealed that he was working for Dio. Yeah. Um, he gets there and he's like carrying Kakuin over his shoulder. Yes. Um, and Holly is like, hey, what are you like? What's going on? Like, and he's like, oh, this doesn't concern you. It's like, um, she's a Joe star. I think you it bitch. fucking does. It, 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 just always calling his mother a bitch. Know, and it's just so like awful. I can't I can't bring myself to do it. Well, it was good here because she goes like, you know, she's like, you know, he has a hard exterior, but she knows that deep down he does actually care. Yeah. Because as he turns around afterwards and he's like, hey, mom, you look kind of pale today. You feeling okay? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And he's was was like, good. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think with that humanizing moment, I yeah. do like Jotaro. Stop calling your mom a bitch. Stop calling your mom a bitch. And like, but, actually tell okay, her that good. you care. Okay, good. After talking to his mom. Yes. He brings Kakuyin into the room where Joseph and Avdol are. Yes. And um, they discover that he's got like a little lout, skin lout, right up here. Yeah. Right in the old noggin. Yep. A weird little spider looking It's like, disgusting. Growth. It's very nasty. Disgusting. I really don't like it. I hate it. Just the fact that it looks like a tick. Yep. Yeah, it, it looks no, real gross. You. Anyway. But, but basically, Dio Avdol is, knows yeah. that... Because Avdol ran into Dio in Egypt yeah. before, where Dio tried to... It, basically, Dio turns his like hair into these weird... like Tentacles. Tentacle things that implant these into your brain mm-hmm. that... That make you like do whatever Dio says. Well, yeah, they make you more susceptible to... like. They they kind of explain it as like you're more susceptible to like negative emotion or like emotion, so it makes them like more susceptible to Dio's like mm. charisma. Got it? Yeah. And like, it, and it he makes can them influence like, them to do whatever that he wants yes, them to. Yeah, and like it's not direct mind control. Right. I don't know why they needed to like clarify it like that. But, yeah, but whatever. But yeah. So um. Basically, it's not something that can ever be removed. Like. It's not something that, like, a surgery could ever remove because it goes, like, straight into the brain and it's going to kill Kakuine after, like, a year or or so. Yeah. And, but Jotaro's just like, hey, guys? Yeah, this is episode three now. Oh, it is? Yeah. Um, Let me replay yeah. my notes. Um, episode three, The Curse of Dio. Also, no more roundabout. No more roundabout. Sad times. Yeah, there's Though, actual there's actual credits. We do get pretty stupid fucking song. Really fucking stupid. We get walk like an Egyptian. No, we oh we shouldn't we should have saved that. But like every every time it gets me because I'm like this is not a JoJo song. This is a just dance song. Yes. Yes, anyway. but actual walk like an Egyptian. Actual walk like an Egyptian is our new temporary. <laughs> Outro song. Uh, do they bring Roundabout back again? I don't believe so. No! I know. It's so good. Ugh. You really had me going there for a couple episodes of like, <laughs> oh yeah, they got rid of Roundabout. 
Um, so yeah, the thing is nasty, is what it is. And they're like, and JoJo's like, yeah, I can remove it. JoJo, and okay. Abdal is like, you need to do it slowly. Also, where you were talking about, does JoJo's get gay? And in Abdal's description of Dio. Oh, of Dio? Of him Absolutely. just being like, this like, tall, like, muscular. And I have it quoted here, just like, strange sensuality of Dio. And I'm just like, Abdal? Abdal? Hey. I mean, no, I get it. Just look at that. Yeah, me too. Look at that boy. Uh, look, at look at that, that vampire that boy. Man. But yeah. Uh, so he, Jotaro's just like, yeah, I got this. Stand back. I'll get it out. Yeah. Don't He's worry. He's going to rip that thing like a Beyblade cord. Yeah. I got to stand. It's precise. So yeah. He, and uh, he does. He grabs, well, he grabs onto it. <laughs> yeah. Just to make this whole nightmare of a thing even worse. Yeah. He grabs onto it, starts pulling it out. As soon as, like, one of the little tentacles in it comes out, it immediately goes up Jotaro's arm. Yeah, that's called the starts, drift. Yeah. <laughs> starts heading towards his brain yeah. to take over him. Yeah. Jotaro, cool, like, cool as a cucumber, though? Just, Just like, keep, keeps, keeps going. Keeps working on it. Gets it out. Throws it. In right his at, son? Right at Joseph. Oh, yeah. Who overdrives it. Yeah. One of the very few references to Hamon we will see going forward. Yeah. And he completely evaporates it. Mm-hmm. So now Kakuin's free of Dio's influence. Yeah, and he joins the the stand squad. Yeah, he he sits around the the stand band is what I called them. There you go, the stand band. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now we just kind of like these next couple episodes are really just going around seeing this weird fucking family dynamic just them sitting around like trying to figure out how they can find Dio Mm -hmm. because they definitely don't have any clues about three different people seeing him in Egypt they need to go for the the Jojo's Bizarre Adventure tradition of using weird fucking bullshit because basically they take all of these photos that they have that Joseph has used with his stupid stand and they give them to Oh, and well, they're, they're like, like we can't, it's, it's so we dark. Can't figure it out. He's always in darkness. Yeah. But Jotaro, again, is like, hey, my stand's really good at seeing stuff. So let me just magnify. Enhance. And he, he sees <laughs> what we see is a, like, just smudge on the wall. Yeah. Which his stand draws, and it's a fly, which Avdol immediately goes, wait, I know that fly. That one. Yes, that and he, particular fly. And, um, and he goes to the, the library. library. Yeah, the of personal. The, of Jotaro Joestar. Of Holly Joestar. And husband. Joseph. Yet unnamed. Jotaro doesn't read. Jotaro doesn't fucking read. It's Holly's. Yeah. But yeah, he just goes through and clearly they have an encyclopedia on flies. And he finds out that it's a fly from Egypt. Specifically the Nile. Yes. Area. Yes. Like close. So now they have like a there. region of where they need to go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I I also like the line of when Kakuin is like, "Hey, I want to join you guys on your adventure," and he's like, "I don't know why I want to join you guys." <laughs> you know, just like, well, because the writers need like a cast of characters. And also, they did just save your life. Well, like at least. Well, yeah. I, as we I feel see, like he doesn't like, remember what he was doing under Dio's influence. He doesn't have a reason to go. Oh yeah. He's just For sure. going to kill Dio. Revenge. Sure. Is his reason. I mean, 
I mean, it's it's a really hollow As like, we will call see, for revenge. There are other reasons, like there are actual reasons for like a car- like motivations yeah. for like tagging along and stuff. But yeah. Anyway, um, um, so Jotaro is leaving for school, and yes. Holly doesn't like say um, like give him a kiss on the way. Yes. Up. Which you know, I, I miss that. What is that sound that she does? It, Ju- yeah, it's just the it's most adorable, cute. like, like just a little smooch that she gives him yeah. when he's leaving. He still obviously calls her a bitch, but he's like, she's not there one morning. Yeah, and he's like, wait, like that's usually how this plays out. Of like, she forces like a kiss, so like, yeah. something's like something wrong. Must be wrong. Everybody's kind of looking around, and they find her passed out mm-hmm. in front of the fridge. Mm-hmm. Which I get that. Yeah, Avdol finds her. Yeah, like mood, but. In reality, it's her stand manifesting. And it's been infected because of Dio's energy. Well, it's not infected. The way they kind of explain it is Jotaro and Joseph are, like, strong enough to resist, like, the curse of Dio, as they put it. Whereas, like, Holly is too nice of a person, so she can't control her stand. Mm. So basically, her stand is yeah, on. Yeah, she's her... not like stern enough to to tell her stand to calm down. Yeah, she can't like control the because like you figure even Jotaro had difficulty controlling his stand. Yeah. So like Holly has no way of controlling her stand, which her stand kind of similar to Joseph's is like a bunch of like thorns and vines. Mm. It's appearing on her back, so she doesn't Sick see it. Tattoo, by the way. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, she doesn't see it, so she just feels sick. But they all yeah. know that she has a stand that's hurting her and will probably kill her. Yeah, in well, they say fifty in days. Fifty days. But she's going to be sick until they take care of Dio. Yes. So this is the second part where we have like a time limit. Yes. So now we've got our overarching goal: kill of, Dio in fifty days. You have fifty days. days to kill to travel from Japan to Egypt and kill Dio. Yeah. At which point, they get ready to leave. The fucking Speedwagon Foundation comes in in droves and starts, you know, they set up. They're, they're going to take care of Holly yeah, while everybody's the gone. They can be trusted. Just, yeah. what a cool fucking foundation. Yeah. I mean, if we're still assuming that Joseph owns it at this point, I'm pretty sure he can dispatch whatever fucking company resources he needs. Yeah. Um. And... Yeah, so they, the last thing that happens in this episode is they, or who said, is it Abdal says it to Jotaro? Yeah, Abdal reads tarot. Yeah, you got to pick a name for your stand. Yeah, and like fate will decide it with the cards. Yes. And he, he draws the star. Yes. His stand is star platinum. Star platinum. Cool. I've been, I've been trying just to say his stand instead of like star platinum yes. because- we didn't have a name before that. Yeah, and that's where we get, like, the... Isn't that where we get the first title card of Star Platinum? Yeah, because yeah. it was just a title card of, like, unknown stats, unknown names, stand yes. master, Jotaro Kucho. Yes. So now we see the full stats of Star Platinum. Yeah. And, interesting, we get another shot of Dio. Yes. Who also has vines around his arm. Yes, I forgot about that part. Dio has a stand? Yes. Dio does have a stand. Now I'm excited. 
Now I'm excited. I'm excited for them to flesh Dio out a little bit more because I I really can't believe I'm saying this, but he was a genuinely good villain. And now I get why people like part three Dio There's and not part one Dio. a lot going on with Dio. Yeah. And... Do we get to find out a lot of it? Because I don't I... want to say anything. Okay. Because... Yeah, I'm just not gonna say anything okay. about Dio. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like genuinely excited to see what Dio's got in store for us. Um, and then walk yeah. like an Egyptian. Yes. God. Fucking outro's good. Yeah, yeah, it outro's looks good. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I haven't skipped it yet. No, no. Um. But yeah, so episode four, Tower of Grey. Yeah. This old lady, also a fortune teller, is telling Dio exactly what he wants to hear about fucking, everything. Yeah, so this is the start of episode four, right? Dio shirtless with, like, three naked women in the bed. Mood. Calls one of them over, does his weird fucking finger vampire drain thing on her. I'm just gonna say, it's a little bit sexier when you get the teeth in there. Yeah. It's just weird if it's just, like here well yeah because you see like all the detail of like his fucking fingers like the skin moving around like it's gross being displaced yeah it's they really they do a good job of making vampires gross yeah but yeah vampires aren't here to be sexy in jojo's bizarre adventure (laughs) so this weird like three foot tall old lady is like they're just giving him his fortune talking about how like traditionally what is it like people traditionally like have three responses to fear right but now like overwhelming fear but now like dio presents a fourth yeah of like joy pure joy (laughs) yeah just this weird fucking bit of stuff going on like yeah but that's what avdol said also it's just his charisma is so off the charts yes that he felt a certain way about yeah. Dio. I wouldn't even hear a single word he said. I'd just be looking at like oh, all yeah. of that he got going on. Yep. Like just no time to look at the face. We don't we haven't seen his face yet. We have not actually. We, in this in these whole episodes we have not seen his face at all. We've seen he's still got the blonde hair. Yeah. He's buff. Cause he got that Jojo body. Yeah, because Jojo worked on the body. Yeah. Dio just stole it. <laughs> Boy I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah but yeah uh so they're it do they just start yeah they just start on the airplane yeah they're on an airplane i want to fucking know what airline these people like fucking it's a big plane no i want to know what fucking airline jotaro and joseph are taking where they can sit comfortably oh yeah they're beefcakes they're my height i want to (laughs) know There's also I'm like, asking for me. There's also like the way this plane is set up. It's three four three. Oh yeah. It's well, a I've, big I've seen. Plane. Like, yeah. I, I want to know what. Fu- <laughs> How much do I have to pay? They're probably flying like business class at least. They have to be because otherwise I just fly in the fucking emergency seat and I have to talk to the stewardess every time because she's like, "Hey, are you okay in the event of an emergency? You're gonna have to like. You're gonna have to act. You're gonna have to do something." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, fine. I'm not ready to fucking do that. I'm just calling Is their it bluff, anybody? No, <laughs> I'm just calling their bluff because I don't want to sit with my knees in my chest for six hours. Yeah, very succinctly put. Anyway, they're on this plane, <laughs> and they keep hearing a bug. So immediately they're like, yeah. "Oh, 
the enemy stand. Yeah. I say that every time I encounter a mosquito. <laughs> Same. It's out there to get me. Yeah, it is. Just a very small portion at a time. Um. Turns out it is an enemy stand. Yeah, of course. It is the Tower of Grey. Yeah. The na- it's just the, the a, tower. a bug. Yeah. It's a stag beetle? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah, it's a stag beetle. Yeah. Or like within that family of beetle, it has the, the pincers. Yes. As I have written here, a bug stand, my nightmare. Yep. A flying bug stand, specifically. Yes. yes. God. Like, I bet stag beetles don't even do anything. No. This one does. This one does. But like on their own, I hate stag beetles if they yes. fly. Yes. They're only fine in Animal Crossing. Yeah. So basically, this stag beetle is very fast. It's faster than Jotaro's stand. Yeah. And it's also faster. Well, Jotaro's stand is the fastest out of all of theirs, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's faster than Star Platinum. Well, at this point, fucking Joseph's stand doesn't do shit except break cameras. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yes, it is the fastest Me. stand. <laughs> and Jotaro can't catch her kill this bug or anything it's able to easily outmaneuver it mm-hmm. and basically it shoots a like a, a, you ever see alien yeah yeah no i haven't seen alien but i know what you're talking you about know, it has like, like a little mouth that yeah comes it has out like as a, a little tongue, mouth thing and it collects other tongues but it shoots out way farther Ugh. and his goal is to just collect tongues and make the user go mad from the pain like i mean insane it works uh, i would well I mean, he then also just kills three passengers by flying through their heads. Yeah, I also recently learned that once you sever a tongue, it really does not stop bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So they're fighting. Kakuin's like, hey, you guys can't handle this. Like, Avdol, your fire is going to blow up the whole fucking ship. Mm-hmm. Jojo, you're going to punch a hole through the ship. Right. My stand's... I can handle this. Yeah, I can do close quarters just fine. Yes. Well, like I, I'm, I'm a le- like I have a less destructive stand. Mm. So let me handle this. It's got stealth. They start fighting. Uh. Oh yeah, like the bug fucking when I like I said the bug flies through three people's heads. Yeah. And it just kind of like, and then it writes massacre on the wall. Mm-hmm. Which a uh, an old dude like wakes up and like starts walking and he's just like he like puts his hand on the thing because like, oh, he's it's like going to the bat he's like oh slimy and he like reads it freaks out Kakuin karate chops him in the yeah like back of the head to knock him out so he doesn't wake up all the passengers and create a panic because they don't know who the stand user is right at this point because they're just there's like fifty people asleep. And like I said before, this is one of those stands that doesn't, like, can travel further away from and can act. On its own, yes. pretty much. Well, like, without, like, really the involvement of... Yeah, it's an independent stand. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, so they're fighting. Kakuin's using Emerald Splash. This thing is dodging with ease, just taunting him, just saying, like... You, you really don't get it yet, right? Like, do you think if you just keep doing it enough, you're going to get me? Like, And then Kakuin gets his ass. Yeah. So basically, he was just using Emerald Splash like, as a distraction for spreading out his 
uh, Stan's body, like, in a bunch of different directions. And when it gets close enough, it comes in through, like, all the seats. And, like, spears him a whole bunch of different it ways. It spears him, like, six times. Yep. Just, like, completely ruined. And that's it. Yeah, he rips the bug apart. And the, the old, old guy falls over. Yeah, the old guy who Kakuin knocked out. No, he, his tongue, like, for whatever reason, it was attached to his tongue. So his tongue just, like, gets, like, Ew. disintegrates. Okay. Uh, or, like, his whole jaw or something. Because they do that thing where, like, it kind of blacks out the injury instead uh. of, like, showing it in graphic detail. Um, But, yeah. So, Stan's dead. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they realize that the plane is flying kind of sideways. Yeah. So Joseph can fix it, though. He's flown a plane. <laughs> yep. He has flown a plane. At least once. Yes. And I think he flew a boulder. <laughs> he did. Yeah. yeah. Lived um, through both. So he's probably going to live through Object this. in question did not. <laughs> what? The plane yeah. or the boulder. Yep. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, so yeah. Also, they, these two flight attendants are having the time of their lives. They go to the cockpit. These flight attendants are like, no, you can't go in there. It's it's not for passengers. Like, the pilots are going to be fine. He just walks right past them. Walks right past them. Then Jotaro comes up. And they're like, beef cake. Yes. Uh, again, just females. That's at a the side. Mere side of Jotaro. Just women. Oh. Females? Really? Females. Women. Females. <laughs> I hate it. Females or women? <laughs> but yeah, no, just women. Women at the sight of him are yeah, just... Swooning. Just immediately just like, oh, And hello. most men. Yeah, I'd believe it. Yeah. And then right, and then he's like, okay, you guys are annoying. Bye. And he goes into the cockpit. Yeah. Then Kakuyin comes up and is like, I'm so sorry he treated you that way. <laughs> They yeah, have just, the time of their lives. Just a growing Sexy, theme. beefy grandpa. Just a growing theme from these episodes of Jodoro says fuck off. Somebody else comes in Someone to go, else. hey, I'm so sorry about that. Here, let me. Jodoro is the best wingman. Yes. He get that rebound. Yes. However, time of their lives, these flight attendants. Beefy grandpa walks right past them. Yep. Actually has a nice little conversation with them. Yes. Kind of. Asshole punk boy also a man mountain 17 year old child six foot five tells him to fuck off they immediately get consoled by like this elegant handsome looking man not as another yes but just as ready to hold them yes um (laughs) so best shift of their lives yes well (laughs) At this moment. At this because moment. Because in the next moment, Joseph opens up the cockpit, yeah. finds out that Tower of Grey already took out, like, already killed both the pilots, mm-hmm. and the plane is going down. Mm-hmm. And jo- Joseph is like, hey, or, well, no, first, uh, Tower of Grey isn't dead. Like, the right. stand is dead, but he but comes up. But the dude isn't. Yeah. And he's, like, talking without a tongue somehow, and just saying, like, you guys, like, you're never going to get to Dio. I made sure of that. Mm-hmm. You're going to fucking die here. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Blood spurts out everywhere. He now was, he's dead. Yeah. And Had to have that exposition moment. Yes. You got And him. so Dio, no, not Dio. Uh, Joseph's like, all right, guess I'm flying this plane. Mm-hmm. He turns to the two flight attendants and they're like, good job on not screaming. Like, you're trained. Like, yeah. you're well trained. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, he's like, now I'm going to need you to go and like buckle up because... Because we're, we're making an emergency yeah. landing. They land in the water. Everybody's fine. They... Is this still the same episode four? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, they land. They're in... Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And, and Joseph's having the time of his life also. He's like, I love Hong Kong, love the food. I know exactly where we can go. Well, no, the, the, Kakuin <laughs> is having the time oh, of his yeah. life. Because Kakuin is a fucking nerd. He's a tourist. I love him. No, he like he knows so much like he's some he's like that tourist that like did too much research before like Like me. Because, like, as we'll see in the next episode, he's like, oh, yeah, it's customary. Like, when they bring you the food, like, he knows, yeah, like, the customs. Course. I mean, I, I, I give him credit for, ta- like, taking the effort. I call him a nerd. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to yeah. be fun going on vacations. <laughs> so they, they're in Hong Kong now. They've kind of agreed that, like, well, we can't really get on any more planes. Right. Because this is just going to keep happening. Mm-hmm. And we probably won't live through the next one. So... Let's not do that. So yeah. they come up with, is this where they, yeah, they come up with the plan. They're going to sail around like. Yeah. They're going to do the Silk Road of the Sea. Yes. It's um around, like through um the, like basically around India and all those countries. Yeah. I got like a B minus in geography. So I, I wasn't going like to bring it up. Um, and then that's, they'll get to Egypt by sea up through the, the like Sinai Peninsula and whatever. Um, yeah. so they decide to have lunch. Yeah. Is, is hot cola a thing? I don't know. Okay. Because Kakuin's there. Because like, I know, I know in Japan, I know it's different. I know it's yeah. a different country. I know in Japan they have hot vending machine drinks. Ooh. I don't know if soda is included. Usually it's coffee and tea. But yeah, Kakuin's like at this little like stand on the yeah, side. Like a street. Joseph's a street like, hey, what are you guys doing vendor. getting food? We're going to a restaurant. And the guy's like, hey, come try our hot cola. And Joseph, Joseph, being the racist he is, flips. He's like, that's not how you, like, cola's supposed to be cold. What are you doing? Yeah. And then they go to the restaurant. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they're eating, mm-hmm. and we see another weird dude yeah. eyeing them. From across the restaurant. Who comes over. Yes. Just, uh, hey, surprise, another beefy dude. He uh, must be a stand user. <laughs> comes over, and he's like, Hey, I'm from France. I don't know how to order. Can you help me with this? Yeah. And he and he's just like they're like, yeah, sure. So they order a bunch of food, mm-hmm. and it's not what they thought it was going to be. Yeah, they're all eaten, and yeah, and then this, and then Joseph's just like, whatever. It's still good, guys. Yeah, they eat it, and they're like, yeah, it's still good. Yeah, Joseph's clean plate club all the way. There you go. <laughs> uh, but this new guy, this French guy, takes like. He's like, wow, look at how odd this food is. Like, look, they even cut this carrot in the shape of a star. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of something. And everybody immediately is just like, <clears throat> like that, like, like anime eye stare. Yes, of yes, just yes. like, because he's given like the least subtle signal that, yes, he is a stand user. Yeah, there's no way he wasn't. And yes, he's there to kill them all because he works for Dio. Yeah, of course. Um, And his stand is Silver Chariot. Yes. It is faster than star platinum yet again is it is it i it's fast no 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 no. it's it's shtick is that it can it's very precise well it's a fencer yes it ha- it's like a silver on a frenchman yeah it's like a silver armored stand with a like fencer. a yeah, yeah a fencer sword um a rapier 
Thank you. You're welcome. You can call it a fencer's sword. Culturing me. <laughs> um, so it can spear the fire that uh, Magician Red. Red Magician? Magician's Red. Magician Red. Um, like puts out. Yeah. Well, it, so th- that's getting into the next episode. of like, No. It, oh, right. Yeah, no. Yeah, we learned that it can spear the fire and like... Um, it, the way he describes it is he can pierce like between nothingness and nothingness. Yes. So like he throws five coins up in the air, pierces them all when they align, but also has fire in between each one. Mm-hmm. So he can get... So basically he's showing like to Avdol that... He can completely neutralize his fire. Yeah. And then he invites Avdol to a duel in a larger arena. He, like no, outdoor he, arena. He takes Avdol's fire, like that Avdol shoots at him, throws it at a table, which turns it into a fire clock. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the episode ends with him going, I'm going to kill you before that clock strikes 12. Oh my God. And I'm like, wow, one, you cocky little bitch. Two. Two. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> so yeah, now we're in episode five. Yes. Silver Chariot. I don't remember why Silver it the happened. Hedgehog. Yes. I don't remember why it happened, mm. but I just remember it was one of the like translations of the titles uh, of like the like things. And it just says, suck. suck. I, w- I made a note about that too. Um, so they're going to a larger arena because he doesn't want Alvdal to hold back in their duel. Yes. Um, do we find out his name? No, we don't find out his name at this point. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, we, oh Jean-Pierre yeah. Polnareff. Yes. My boy. What the fuck kind of name is that? French. I ask in the anime of silly names. It is <laughs> the name you give to a French person when you've never been to France and you don't know a French person. <laughs> they should have made his last name Baguette. <laughs> Honestly, that was probably the first choice. <laughs> And then somebody stepped in and was like, "Wait a minute, we can't do this." <laughs> um, so they're gonna fight. Yes. Avdol is like, "Okay, now that we're out here, I can use my stand to its fullest ability." Yes. Um, I really wish the lyrics were translated in the intro. For yeah. These. I know I can look it up, but like, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Probably it's anime. It up. Um, I like Polnareff. Yes, he's bold. Yes, he is. He's a dick. Yes, he's he great. is. Well, at this point, he is. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, so they're fighting. Um. He's doing his thing, like you know, Avdol can't touch him mm-hmm. because, like you know, his sword just kind of cuts through the fire, and yeah. negates it. Um, but Avdol, what does he do again? Like this first, um, this first fight, he, he does get, he does get his ultimate move and he Uh, takes the the Ankh. Yeah. Yeah. He does the Ankh thing, which I forget why, but it, it lights up, uh, silver chariot Mm -hmm. burns him, burns. Yeah. Burns him. And they're like, well, this is done. Yeah, like Quit, you know, easy peasy. Like five minutes of fighting. Right. But then we just hear like an explosion from like the little arena. And and Polnareff's stand, Silver Chariot, has floating. shed its armor. He's floating. Oh, yeah. And w- we can't even see his stand at first. Right. 
But then, like, as we see, yeah, the fight, like, he just popped off the armor, which was what was on fire. And now Silver Chariot is even faster. And he's naked. Yes. Ew. Stan Dick. We don't get any Stan Dick. No. Not this episode. <laughs> not any episode. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so now he's fast enough to where he's making, like, after images. Mm. There's, like, seven he's Silver Chariots. clone jutsu. Yes. Um, but yes, he, he's like now Avdol can't even like, he's hit, he's not even able to hit like after images, let alone like the actual stand, mm-hmm. which. And I would just like to, yes. this is, this is where I wanted to talk about two things. One, do, do stand fighters to regular people when they fight just look like LARPers? They just look like they're standing there. No, but they're like Avdol and. Polnareff are like motioning with their hands like they're actually doing things with their bodies at each other in that point like in that case yeah they would be and like is it genuinely poor sportsmanship to attack someone instead of their stand is that is that like again I don't think there's any rules on it but but generally it's like you attack the stand okay like that's how the fights go and given given the progression of Avdol and Polnareff's like dialogue in this specific fight, I don't think they'd play dirty like that. Yeah. Even if well, they, even if it was possible, even if they could. Yeah. Okay, like I don't want to say that like stands can't interact no, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. can't physically like harm a person. Right. Because I can't remember like I feel like I remember seeing that happen. Okay. Uh so it is just like bad sportsmanship. It it's not what you do. Don't put like yeah yeah. Again, the it's golden like rule of JoJo's: rule. don't put too much thought into anything that's going on. JoJo's needs more world building. No, it does not. It has the exact right amount of world building. <laughs> well, actually, no, they will get into some world building. Okay, stuff. all right. It's either this season or next season where yeah. we get a lot of that stuff. Okay. Um. So Polnareff it reveals that he's been training his stand for ten years. Well, the, and that's why his hair is so big. <laughs> is it after this part? Because they make a reference to part two, kind of. Remember, like, so yeah, uh, yeah. Abdul is. He says you're about ten years too early to yeah. beat me. He does the same thing that yeah, uh, the same stupid line that Joseph said to, to cars. Yeah, which I thought was cool. I, thought I didn't that remember was really that. Cool. Yeah, I I did make a note of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, we also got the fucking... I liked the... When Avdol is, like, trying to use his signature move and, he, like, after the armor's popped off and we get Polnareff just going, nun, 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 nun. Nun, 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 Like, very... Just so <laughs> French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good. Anyway, they... um, Avdol reveals that he can, like, break off parts of the Ankh when he's attacking. Yes. Because he can control flames freely. Yes, he's said it multiple times, yeah. but he keeps showing how. Right. And yeah, basically what he does is he shoots like a super onk or whatever you want to call it yeah. at Silver Chariot. Silver Chariot's just like, nah, get that fucking yeah, like you've shit done out this of before. here. At and which then point, another distracted. Like, yeah, it shoots up from underground mm-hmm. because he had used like another onk shot to like make a hole, yeah. which the fire dug through, came directly up. And hit 
uh, Polnare- or hit Silver Chariot point blank. Yeah. Now he's dying for yeah, real Yeah, Polnareff is on fire. Yep. He's dying. Mm-hmm. And Avdol goes, throws a knife down in front of him. Yeah. And, and goes, says, this will be an easier death yes. than burning. Yes. Like, uh, here, like, take the easy way out, die. Yeah. And Polnareff doesn't do it. Yeah. Well, Polnareff... What, out like, of respect. Goes, like, starts to think about throwing the knife mm-hmm. at Avdol as his back is turned, but then is like, nah, I lost. You killed me with your stand. It's only, like, honor. it's, it's honorable it's to honor- die by your stand instead of, like, killing myself. Yeah, so he doesn't do it. So Avdol is then, like, snaps his fingers. He stops the flames. And he's like, hey, you were honorable yeah. even in defeat. Like, you could have thrown that knife at me. You didn't. You have some honor. He looks, he's got the little brain parasite thing. Oh, yeah, he's, um, Polnareff is unconscious at this point. Yes. Yeah. Jo- Jotaro, like, you know, Avdol Extract calls over Jotaro. And skin lout. <laughs> Joseph has, like, my exact reaction. I'm just like, no, oh, nasty, gross, stop. He's genuinely speed Because you just see, like, off in the corner, just, like, these horrible tentacles, oh, like, writhing. Gross. Like, way worse than the last one. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so good. And then they're about to take a ship to Egypt, where we get Polnareff's backstory. Um, I, I don't remember why, but I have written here, Jojo, everything pisses you off. Yeah. I think I, I think I he was getting pissed off at, like, Avdol? No, that was earlier when he was pissed off at Avdol, calling him, like, a faker. I don't know. I don't know. But he's just pissed off about yeah. something. That's his default mood. <laughs> I was 17 once, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Polnareff meets up with them, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, I want to join you guys. Because I want to get revenge on Dio. Well, fir- well oh. no. First, it's he talks to Joseph, and he's like, hey, I noticed you didn't remove your glove, mm-hmm. which, as we find out why, is a stupid thing for, like, why? But he's like, can you remove your glove for me? I want to make sure you don't have two right hands. Mm-hmm. Because basically, a man with two right hands killed his sister. He doesn't know who. He just knows two right hands. So he's like, well, I figure. Yeah, if you're covering it up. They know because Dio, like, they inferred that, like, Dio already knows of this person. Mm. And that's how he, like, convinced Polnareff to join him. No, Polnareff, like, finds Dio somewhere. Yes. And Dio's looking into a crystal ball. Oh, yeah, he shows him a vision. Yeah, of, Dio. like, this is what you most want to do is yes. to kill this person. And I can help you do it. And then he gets the yes the brain tag. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, I want to join you guys because mm. he's working for, like, I know this guy's working for Dio. And you guys are going to fight Dio. And you guys are going, so I want to come with you. Yeah. And then we get it. We get it. The pose of poses. Pose of poses. That's good. Just oh my god. The like the pose of his stand. Not only is fast and can pierce nothing to nothing, his stand controls his own gravity. It's so there are a lot of gravity defying, like just anatomy and gravity defying poses in this show. This pose for the people that haven't seen it is i mean it's like the, it's similar to, to like the you... thriller lean but like it's deeper than the deepest lunge you've ever seen yes like he is his leg grew like twice this like his back leg grew like twice the length yeah. his, he is near parallel to the ground like 
over like over his front knee yeah. like it's wild it's great and just I love it. So I come. I forgot that we were getting it so soon. I didn't. I, I'm just excited that we got it at all. There have been some good poses. There have been some good poses these five episodes. Yeah, and there will continue to be good poses. Good. Uh, um. So yeah, they join up. The stand band is on the move. Yeah, they're getting on a boat. Uh. Oh yeah. Did we get a? We get um. We, well, two we got... girls came come up to Jotaro. And are like, oh, hey, take our picture. And he's like, no, you're annoying. And oh, so Polnareff is like, oh, guys, I'll take your picture for you. And, like, starts complimenting them and everything. Oh, yeah. No, he starts taking, like, and, like leg pictures. Them. Yeah. Just Gross. nasty. But, like. Joseph is just like, what a weird fucking person. Like, what a weird transformation. And then, no, Avdol says, what a weird, or Kakuyin? I don't know. Someone says, what a weird transformation. Like, his head's... He jumps from one thing to another. And then Joseph goes, no, I think his top half and his bottom half think oh, yes. independently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great line. What a good line. And, like, also, Joseph, speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, yep. Definitely. You definitely spied on your mom in the bath. Yes. You didn't know it was her. Yes. But you did do it. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, and then episode kind of ends with, well, we get one of Jotaro's, what will be his catchphrase, really? the good grief. Oh, okay. The yada yada does it, like however he says it. Uh-huh. He, he will say that a lot. Okay. And yeah. That's it. They're that's off. It for these first five episodes wow, of that's part exciting. three. Dio's back. Dio's back. I am not mad, I don't think. Wow. He's got a stand. He's got a stand. We don't know what it is. It's going to be badass. Agreed. <laughs> well, you know what it is. I do know what it is. I don't know what it is. Boy, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, there's a so lot. There were a lot. There's going to be a lot. There, there's, There was so much. Everything was a reference to everything in yes. these episodes. It's great. It, like they referenced themselves, they this referenced is other. The anime. most reference. One thing, great reference mm. for a, as a JoJo's reference. I now know what JoJo means. In the very first episode, they've never explained it before. Remember, they were oh like, "Oh my god!" So, like the, these cops were just like, "Yeah, his nickname's JoJo. It comes from the first part of Jotaro and the last part of Cujo." Yeah, we yeah. They never, ever explained They've it. They've never explained it. It's like, that's a good JoJo's reference. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. We're into it now. We're, we're really into we're it. We're into the real we're, JoJo's. We're into the real JoJo's. I'm excited. I don't want to say... I mean, past two seasons were real JoJo's, but now we're in the real JoJo's. Oh, yeah. We got stands. <gasps> we got stands. So you know I how, like... stand. <laughs> Hold on. For uh, the, the, this visual joke that just occurred, <laughs> she stood up after saying, I want to stand. <laughs> I think they heard me scoot the chair or something. Maybe. Probably. Probably not. Also, I'm sorry if people are yelling <laughs> in the background. There's literally nothing I can do about it. <sighs> I All also right. want to stand. 
What would your stand be? Mm. Do I have to pick a tarot card to go with it? No. No. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to say, think about it. We'll come back next week with our answer. Can we make a whole stand chart? Sure. And we'll like put the put links to the pictures in the we'll podcast. We'll find like a stand generator or something. Okay. There's Of course there's one, one definitely exists. I know there's a Shindan for um stands. Okay. I've done it a couple of times. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll post it in the, the podcast like I, I like I like want to craft my own stand though. Yes. is the thing. All right. Because yeah, it's much easier for me knowing like how weird stands get. Okay. To come up with a stupid fucking stand? I mean, I have seen things about a stupid stand, but I'm not going to You're talking say. about the tower? Shh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me. That's that's fine. That's fine. All right. That's an all right stand. All right. Um, so next episode in two weeks will yes. be... Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, if you do celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, Thank you for dating the podcast. What? It's going to come out on Thanksgiving. <laughs> all right. Fair. <laughs> Um, we'll be back in two weeks. We're going to do episodes six through 10 of part three. Yes. Yeah. Until next time. Until next time. Get back, How the fuck am I forgetting Avatar boy's name? Isn't it Giorno? No, it's not Giorno. Is it Bugliotti? It's not Bugliotti. <laughs> Botticelli. Same person, Bot- Bot- still the wrong Chilato. name. Nope. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're close enough. <laughs> Bugliotti. <sighs> By b- Bumpkin. <laughs> Bugatti. There you go. <laughs> Mista. Huh? Mista. Mista? Yes. <laughs> like, like Mister without the R. Yes. M-I-S-T-A. Ridiculous. Yes. I hate it. His stand is a gun. No. That's not a joke? He just has a gun. I feel like I have... I feel like I've seen... Images of just like stand gun. Yes, he's just there, just like. That's it. He's he not. A, he's not a stand user. No, he has a stand. His stand is the sex pistols. A gun. They live in the gun. <laughs> they get hungry. For what? Food. Do they get hungry or do they get horny? Because I need to know before we continue. They get hungry and they bully each other when they get hungry. And Mista has to tell them to stop. You are not describing anything real to me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I'm glad that you think I'm this creative. (laughs)